Leach with pressure here, and Matthews with the puck. Centers for Marner. Marner closing in. Flipped around. Matthews scores. Holy Mackinac! Austin Matthews scores here to give the Leafs the lead. And then the Flyers taking exception to something or other. Is I it with bunting? bunting? Yeah, Hayes is going after Bunting. They were chirping on the bench a little earlier. Leafs Nation postgame, Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick. The wonderful pipes of Joe Bowen bringing us in with the call. He had a lot of goals to call tonight. Six of them, in fact, for the Leafs. You know, he always puts his all into it. Not as much for the Flyers goals, though. Let's be honest. Nine goals in total for him to call tonight. He was a busy, busy man. The Leafs offense has been busy lately. This is now 24 goals in the last four games for this team. Uh, we always talk about defense and goaltending. You could take that into the playoffs. That's going to bode very, very well for you. Yeah, if you could take the Philadelphia Flyers into mm. the playoffs, that team in the third don't period. Think, don't boy, think you'll see that. Two on one, two on one, three on one, two on one, shorthanded goal. You know, four just on one. Let, yeah, four, <laughs> like, like, and let's give the Leafs full marks for capitalizing. <laughs> but wow, that was a terrible third period by the Philadelphia Flyers. But the positive side, yeah, the Leafs found a way to win against a bad team, which has been a problem for them. They've had a better job against the better teams of late. So that team, it was like, it's like planting a flower mm. in the first period there. I don't, I don't do gardening, but anyway, first period, you put heard. the seed in nothing. Going there's on. crap involved. Kind of like the first yeah. period. The second period kind of slow, just a little bit. You're wondering if it's going to come to fruition or not. You actually, you, you, you dabble with the mix like, uh, like Sheldon <laughs> Keefe did That's with great. the lines. And it's interesting what precipitated it was. He felt that Matthews, or we believe anyway, Matthews and Marner did not make an effort to come off for an entire two minute <laughs> yep. power play. And he kind of just, you know, mixed their lineup. He was annoyed about that. Then the third period, just that that wagon, that 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 fire wagon hockey. Um, they quite often coaches don't like to see, but in this case for the Leafs, it just the big guns were big, and the shorthanded goal again is a killer. Amazing. For them, it's it's just it's amazing. We talked about this team's, you know, this team's special teams killing them last year because the power play was a momentum suck. Like our our normal producer Sam McKee and our filling guy Jr. doing a great job tonight. He always he made the joke last year of, uh, what if we could just defer? Could the Leafs just defer and play five on five instead of taking the power play? That's how much of a suck on momentum it was. And the penalty kills been the exact opposite tonight. So often teams, and, and again, we go back to the playoffs of where momentum is so important and you feel like, all right, we can build something. The Leafs use it tonight. They had a power play that was productive. They didn't end up getting anything out of it, but it kind of just had them feeling themselves offensively a little bit. And a team should feel that way on the power play. But when the Leafs are out there and they're just so dangerous, again, 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 we keep talking about it. Engvall's the guy who gets it done tonight and an incredible release on the shot. We talk so much about Engvall and the things he does well, and it's often the skating that was a bullet of a shot. And I know Hart kind of had a rough night there, but man, Engvall just, just continues to show. And, you know, if the power play is going to look like it does and the penalty kill is going to look like this, I know special teams are important in the playoffs. I also know the whistles can be a little more inconsistent, but man, that's probably, and we'll get to Jack Campbell, but that's one of the most encouraging things to come out of tonight. Yeah. And we're talking Austin Matthews on a consecutive streak, which uh, again is tainted by the two game suspension. So it doesn't really count Matt, uh, Mitch Marner, on fire like no Leaf has been in history for a particular segment number of games. But Engvall, Mikheyev, you know, those guys coming through in a way they haven't in the past. And can they do it in the playoffs as well? Again, we always we always leapfrog ahead and project to hopefully that could be the case in the playoffs. And you're right, again tonight, that's the impressive spark. 
that gets things going. I mean, the you know, it's best-case scenario. And Mikheyev was becoming the Michael Grebner that never scored on breakaways, had all these breakaways, and you, you forgot about that. You yep. you know, you've said goodbye to that. And then Engvo, it's funny, he's kind of Sheldon Keefe's project, isn't he? He is. That he knows him well. He played for played with him for the Marlies a, a lot. And um, what he can and can't do. And we're seeing a lot more of the positives of Pierre Engvall. It's so funny. I mean, you're not hearing it anymore because Engvall's really turned himself around as a, as a player. But for so long, you'd hear Keith talk about him. And for most bottom six players, if they don't have it on any given night, the coach doesn't go out of their way to, I mean, quite frankly, bury him. And Keith was doing that to Engvall. And it was always because this is what he thought he, he could be. This is, this is what he wanted to kind of co- coax out of him. If we're going to talk about Sheldon Keefe, I, I have to give him kudos for the line juggling he did tonight. It clearly was the thing this team needed to kind of wake up, get themselves going. Then he puts the lines kind of back together to what we're used to see. Look, I, I suppose we could live in a world where it didn't work and you're saying, oh, what are you doing? Just let the guys stick it together. But I, I thought that was a great coaching job by Keefe tonight. Well, he's he's not going to bench the first line, but that's as close as he can do about, about that, yep. right? You know, just about kind of giving them a little shake that 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 was a selfish power play that if you happen to stay on for two minutes, which happens, I mean, they're, they're basically ticketed for about a buck 15 and usually goes to a buck 30. But sometimes if you got them hemmed in the other team zone and you do the full two minutes, I saw last game, Mitch Marner uh, astutely getting off with about five seconds yep. left. Cause he's, he, he, the defenseman needs to come on in his place, but they pretty well did the whole two minutes, but they had the puck, you know, in the Winnipeg zone that whole time. And tonight in Philadelphia, uh, so, so that was interesting. That was, that was a good little bit of rattling of their cage. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. It's like, I know Austin Matthews is scoring like Ovechkin, but only Ovechkin gets to stay out there uh, for, for, for the full uh, two minutes. And look, we always talk about accountability and William Nylander seems to be the kind of poster boy for that word in this city. But i like the fact that two guys who are going as good as they possibly can. And look, I understand the accountability here is uh, you have to play with John Tavares. And you have to play with William Nylander. It's not, you know, you're not sending them to the prison gulag here, but it's just, it's, it's nice kind of, you know, just tugging on the leash, keeping everybody in, in line. Uh, I want to talk about Jack Campbell, but I have to talk about Wayne Simmons. I've been begging for this guy to get in a scrap for, for four days now, going back to the Winnipeg game, him and McEwen tried to throw down in the first period. And he's been begging to get in a scrap. He more has too. Yeah. yeah, I know both of them have. And I, uh, I was just happy to see it. He gets the goal that had to feel good in Philly. They know him for goals and they know him for fights. And he got one of each there. And uh, what was his hometown for so long? Because he, he got that 1000th game. And then you started to wonder, is he going to be used very much at all? Uh, because, you know, last year he was having pretty good seasons when he took that shot in the wrist. Remember, yeah. he was oh, and then, and then in Vancouver. Then it, I remember it well. And then it wasn't the same. It was, and he really had not has not got back to that form. So that was nice to see. Uh, he gets a chance to play two games in a row. Granted, reasons why you want Winnipeg, sentimental reasons tonight in Philadelphia's old home, and and uh, yeah, getting that getting that goal, and also just yeah, just a little bit of a tune up. You know, fighting is still part of the game. And, uh, and, you know, and, and bunting was chirping and, you know, good on the flyers for being aggressive with him about the chirping and good on Simmons and that one to taking, I, I, I don't know who got hit, but he kind of used that as a chance to go at, go at Zach McEwen for about the fourth time. And that's not easy when you're in your thirties, you know, no. I can, McEwen's I can tough <laughs> yeah. when you're in your thirties and you're fighting 20 somethings, uh, that's tough. And Wayne Simmons, if you just look at his, uh, he had, something like the third most power play. Like it's, yeah. it's, he had great offensive stats in his prime 
Well, his prime with the Philadelphia Flyers on top of being a tough guy. Yeah, I mean, we always look, these players are slightly different, right? But we always talk about, oh, you'd love to have a Tom Wilson type. You'd absolutely love to have that guy. That was that guy for oh so long in the league. And and again, McEwen is tough as nails. And, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes a game doesn't go your way. Sometimes a fight doesn't go your way. Simmons jumped all over him early. And McEwen, don't get me wrong. I would like to be clear. I want no parts of Zach McEwen. And he got his licks in on Simmons. But Simmons just, uh, I, I don't think he jumped him. Like, it wasn't an early punch or anything like that. But it was just a guy who was very, very ready uh, to get going there. And I love to see it. And thank you for for obliging me with my Wayne Simmons fight talk. Yeah, here. and, and Zach, hey, Zach McEwen, that's what he wants to do. He wants to, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers are open for business. I yep. mean, they're open for hey anything goes. Their their season uh, after I again I look back and they had a they had a about a five hundred a little better than five hundred first twenty five games which I'd kind of forgotten about. It's been an unmitigated disaster since then. So he's trying to make an impression. And again, the storyline before and I'm sure anybody who's listening is aware of it. And it's just interesting on social media, ex players particularly really taking the Philadelphia Flyers to task. Mm-hmm. What they feel a lack of respect. Uh, Keith Yandel's all time NHL record consecutive game streak coming to an end tonight. Yandel talked to the media. He appeared to be cool with it. Um, Good soldier. Yeah, and, and maybe he appreciated they let him get the record, but he, what was he, how many games away? 11, from, 11 away. From 1,000. Yeah. So, again, it, it, he, he wasn't hanging any worse than Patrick Marlowe hung in, you know, with all due respect for his particular games played streak. So that, that, was, a, that was a distraction part before the game for a Philadelphia Flyer team that, Really doesn't need any more distractions. No, they, well, I mean, you know what? Maybe after tonight, they'd rather talk about that than than the way the game well, uh, unfolded the as it anyway. went on there. Yeah. yeah, the third period there. Uh, we we talked about Wayne Simmons. Let's hear from Scarborough's favorite son. It was nice to obviously chip in and help out, um, you know, in the cause. Um, obviously, most important thing is we got the two points, and um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, a really good feed from TJ. I actually had one right before, and I'm happy I didn't catch it because I think we would have had too many men on the ice. So, um, you know, we give it another shot, and you know, I honestly, Black Blackie goes to me. He goes, "It's the ugliest uh, breakaway move I've ever seen." Yeah, I don't think he's wrong. <laughs> uh, you and McEwen had something going tonight. It looked like you wanted to drop in the first period, and the fans booed, and the refs stopped you. Yeah, um, you know, I was just trying to spark the boys. I didn't think we were playing too well, and. I um, just wanted to get some energy throughout, throughout our team. Obviously, I think it was too late. Um, you know, he, he took a little bit of time to the side. And then, you know, when we obviously ended up dropping him, the lines, we got to do their job, right? And they separated us. So that was that. And then, um, you know, just continuing on, you know, playing the game. Yeah, it's nice. Obviously, you know, I spent eight years here. So, um, you know, it's nice, you know, to come back in. I think it's my third or fourth time back in, in this barn. So, um, you know, I had fun tonight. Yeah, I thought Jack played great. He kept us in the game. He allowed us to get, you know, our feet underneath us. Um, he made some huge saves for us. You know, I thought he did a great job, and, um, you know, we're really happy he's back. Honestly, I couldn't tell you, but we didn't play the game that, you know, we wanted to play. I don't think all night. Um, the third period, you know, we, we got some timely scoring, and, um, you know, obviously that was ultimately the difference in the game. But, um, you know, ideally we don't want to repeat a performance like that. Um, it was all right, considering we walked into the building and they still had, uh, you know, part of the court down and, you know, all the stuff that covers the court. So, um, I think for, you know, what we had to work with, it wasn't too bad, actually. 
No, no, no. You can never use that as an excuse. Back to backs, we never go to the rink, and um, you know we play better than that. So, um, you know that's not really an excuse. Um, you just gotta talk to them. You know, I, I think, you know, obviously when you play your first NHL game, you're generally pretty nervous, right? So, um, you know, it's just about communication. Um, letting them know what he's doing well, and you know what we got to do as a line to gel. And you know, I actually thought our line played, you know, pretty decent tonight. So. Um, you know, I, I hope he's happy. I know his parents were here. I was talking to him a little bit. So, um, you know, his experience of a lifetime. And, you know, I have no doubt in my mind he'll, he'll get more here. Uh, he's on fire. Um, he's a wizard with the puck. I think as you guys watch him play, you guys can see. But he, he's got eyes on the side of his head and the back of his head. He's got – I don't even know how he does it. Um, but, you know, he's been amazing for us all year long. And, um, you know, we, we look for him to continue that. Wayne Simmons with some high, high praise for Mitch Marner. Of course, Marner finding himself on the score sheet as he does pretty much every single night as of late and uh, great for Simmons to get on the score sheet in a couple of different ways, gets the goal on the breakaway. And he even had a laugh about uh, uh, not his prettiest breakaway goal. I don't know that he's going to be uh, dreaming of that one when uh, one day uh, he he hangs him up, Gordo. Yeah, it's uh, but you've had prettier breakaways where you don't score. That's right. It's interesting, no, because you can't insult people anymore. And but you know, people used to say four eyes, which was dumb because mm-hmm. people like wearing glasses now. Look Makes at me, look cool. Look at you. As a matter of fact, I wear them when I go home. I, but uh, in uh, driving a night and that. But he says Mitch Marner's got about eight pairs of 18, eyes. Yeah, I was unaware of that. So that could be an <laughs> according to Wayne Simmons, Mitch Marner has eyes everywhere. But yeah, playing the comp- uh, ultimate compliment. Mitch Marner's on fire. Like uh, they showed it. No. Daryl Sittler and Lanny McDonald only have had comparable kind of streaks over, what, a 30-game span or whatever it may be. Mitch so, Marner, hottest thing in Toronto since the speaker caught on fire uh, at the Raptors oh, game a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. He started go. before, yes. That's he right. was pre-speaker and post-speaker. It's like the, yes. it's like the slow burn uh, there. Uh, probably the biggest story of the night, Jack Campbell. Haven't got to that yet. Wayne Simmons had high praise for him. We will get to that when we continue right here. Brent Gunning, Gord Stella, keep on listening to Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590. The Fan and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Nation postgame here. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me. Saturday night's always busy in the in the NHL. And another game in the Atlantic Division. Having just gone final, Montreal Canadiens getting the best of the Tampa Bay Lightning in a shootout 4-3, uh, the, the final, or sorry, 5-4, the final in Tampa there. Yeah, so there you go. Maple Leafs even move one point further against the defending Stanley Cup champions. That was exciting. And the LA Kings 3-2 win over Winnipeg. I mean, that's it for the Jets. So really, now you have the West, just a nine-team race for eight spots, really Vegas and Dallas for the final two spots. Uh, the Leafs put the uh, first, the, the Leafs put the first bullet in there on Thursday, yeah. and or nail, nail in the coffin, that's better, it's go. better than that. And slightly, then tonight, slightly more friendly yeah, analogy. Yeah, let's do yeah. that, a little more friendly. You'd rather be a carpenter than analogy. a murderer. Yep. Well, we're just, because th- we're more <laughs> thinking about Thursday, Jack Campbell wasn't able to play, so tonight that's the difference, Jack Cam- Campbell was able to play, and he used to play for the LA Kings. Look at you getting us back on track, professional broadcaster Gord Stellick. That was the game they needed from Campbell. Look, we all would have loved a, a shutout or he lets in one. He, you know, he has a 970 save percentage after it. Comfortable, no obvious stinker, looked good, appears healthy after the game. Check, check, check. You just needed tonight to go 
perfectly fine. And I think that's that's what I'd say about Campbell's game tonight. The team was, you know, a little bit of a house, a house on fire in front of them. But I, I thought that was what you really needed to see from Campbell. I like that. Check, check, check. You're right about checking the boxes. Uh, the Leafs didn't didn't start well. Um, and outside of that, they they played down. It's because you forgot to make start on time when you start three on keys. time. You let Mike him off Babcock, the hook. You yes. took it for granted. Yeah, we didn't take Mike Babcock's credo. And then... <laughs> And then uh, a sluggish kind of first period by both teams. But yeah, check. But particularly Jack Campbell checking the boxes. And it's just about this ride, get comfortable. You're not battling for the number one spot for the first time. Like, it, you know, last year, it wasn't like he was battling, but you just, if, if Freddie could return and mm-hmm. healthy and got enough games in, ta- in, uh, in, in the regular season, then there was a decision to be made about the number one goaltender. And out of loyalty, maybe they would have gone to Freddie. So he was not the de facto number one Jack Campbell. The first time in his career now, he's the de facto number one at yours, and you don't, and it's not nip and tuck for a playoff spot to try to get there. I assume you would split the back-to-back coming up. Leafs are in Florida for two games. Monday, visiting the Lightning, who again, just lost the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, the Panthers with a 7-6 win today uh, over over the Devils. They also needed extra time to do it. Uh, do you go Campbell and both? Do you split them between Campbell and Schalgren? And, and then I imagine I would go Campbell Monday against the Lightning. Where are you at? I would. I'd yep. go, yeah. I, w- I mean, guess the old thing. You see how he is his first game oh, back. Oh, of course, after. right? Talk to him, yeah. definitely, yeah. But yeah, if I was going the the two and you keep, you know keep splitting them that in that regard, but certainly yeah, th- those particular two games. So I put them back against Tampa Bay. There we go. I agree. I don't think they asked Jack Campbell if he expects to play Monday night, but I'm sure they asked him about how his game went tonight. Let's hear from the Leafs Netminder. Yeah, it's a great win by the guys, and they've been playing great. The, you know, watching them the last month, and just wanted to get in there and uh, get back to just uh, stopping pucks and having fun. And the boys played amazing in front of me and. Big two points. Yeah, I definitely felt like myself and, you know, just having fun and competing and, and uh, playing my game. And there's obviously some details. So I'm just going to keep cleaning up. But I really liked uh, the game from the boys in front of me and I like my game and just going to keep building from it. Oh, coming out of the net. Yeah, I mean, just kind of reading the play. And, um, you know, they, they're pretty quick through the neutral zone and a couple uh, kind of last-minute decisions to just go out and try to help the guys out and worked out. Yeah, just having fun and stopping pucks and, um, you know, that's just what I do. Like, you know, that's my mindset when I'm at my best and, you know, the guys are playing so hard in front of me. It's just uh, fun to uh, come into a tough Philly building and get a good two points. Of course you don't want to get injured in this time, but do you think there's a silver lining to having a game? Yeah. I mean, just being healthy is huge. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely huge. I mean, everybody isn't always a hundred percent, so it's just part of the game and it's a tough game. And, um, you know, it's just, it definitely was nice to kind of hit a reset button, work on some details and uh, work hard in the gym. And um, we have a wonderful staff, whether it's the medical team or uh, the strength coaches to get me in um, good shape. And um, just great to be back though and competing again with the guys. Is the next 24 hours really important or you have a spot down track where that should be? Yeah, I mean, you can't really um, replicate a game situation, but, um, you know, I'm feeling really, really good. And um, like I said, we have an amazing team in there of uh, staff. So 
they uh, they help keep me feeling as great as I can. And um, yeah, just on to the next one. Oh, he wanted it bad and led the way. It was, uh, you know, he always wants it bad, but there was definitely a little fire in his belly tonight. And he really sparked the whole team and ended up getting a uh, huge two points. And I know it meant a lot for him. Wow. Just love watching him, uh, you know, being on his team. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, we were at dinner uh, last night, uh, a couple of us and just talking about that line and, and practice, just practicing against him, and, you know, how, how difficult it is. And, you know, we just love having them and um, just unbelievable. I can't say enough about, you know, those guys and their production, but more importantly, their attitudes every day and what they bring to the team. He just loves them. Okay. He just loves everybody. Jack Campbell. He's the nicest guy you've been saying. We all need a sibling or coworker for that matter. Like, like Jack Campbell, I won't take the fall for you. I will take the fall for you a little bit, but not to the extent that Campbell does for his teammates. He didn't need to do that tonight. But again, that, that seems like a guy who felt pretty good about his game. And that's maybe the most important thing coming out of tonight. Yeah, if you've ever been to Disney, uh, it's they got this. It's one, coming with my yeah, two-year-old. Yeah, but they got this one safe ride, and it's just oh, okay. it's a small world after yes, all. They just keep true. singing. It's a small sway. It just kind of <laughs> you should play that behind Jack Campbell when he's up there chatting. Everything's nice. Everything's rosy. It's just a nice guy. Great world. Fortunate. You name it. Nice to hear him sounding like that because uh, he else he wears his emotions so much that when he's been struggling, you know, wow, you you would have thought he cost them the Stanley Cup sometimes the way that he. Uh, the way that he chats post game. Yeah, you you would. And uh luckily for him and for the Leafs, uh we didn't have to have that that conversation today. Uh that guy's going to be potentially the most important Leaf the rest of the way. Look, I'm not going to say he's going to be the best because he won't be. It's going to be one of the forwards almost certainly, but that guy needs to be really really good for this team to not win one round, but to go on a run. And of course, we'll we'll take a round to start, but that's always been uh the plan and the dream. A little bit more to get to here on Leafs Nation post game. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me. We'll continue to wrap it up. Keep on listening on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here. Leafs Nation postgame. I hope you love goals if you were listening tonight. And, and who doesn't? Because the Leafs got more of them than the Flyers. 6-3 is the final. Maybe the guy who loves goals more than anybody else. Austin Matthews. He got his 51st of the season tonight. Let's hear from the Leafs center. Uh, yeah, I just think uh, we were a little bit flat uh, coming out. Um, couldn't really establish much uh, in their zone. I think it was just a lot of uh, quick in and out. So um, you know, I thought halfway through the second, it got a little more life going. Uh, and then obviously in the third, I think we just uh, we just took over. Um, you know, it was definitely wasn't a pretty one, especially those first two periods. But I think just sticking with it. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to kind of grind these kinds of games out. Um, you know, when the offense isn't uh, really clicking on all cylinders. So I think uh, I thought we got it together in the third and obviously, um, you know, put a couple goals in and give ourselves some uh, some insurance. But um, I think after those first two periods, uh, we'd like to clean up. Yeah, I thought he looked great. He looked really comfortable in there. He looked really confident. Um, uh, he looked like soup. So obviously it's uh, it's been a bit of a rough road the last couple of weeks or month or so with uh, coming back from his injury and stuff. So uh, he's put a lot of work into it. Obviously uh, everybody knows how hard he works and how much he cares and wants to compete, uh, you know, for us every night. So uh, I thought he looked really good tonight. And uh, I think that's just a really positive thing moving forward for us as a team and uh, him individually. What's it out to you about the effort we got from the Leafs 
uh, just all over it. Um, you know, just doing his thing, finishing checks, um, giving us life and energy. Um, you know, and maybe we're we're kind of losing momentum a little bit, and, and they're kind of on top of us. Uh, you know, there's obviously a guy that can go out there and, and set the tone with his physicality and his play. So, um, you know, I thought he's been playing uh, really, really well for us uh, as of late. Do you? Do you? No, you guys got the best view. I don't know. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, we kind of were able to get those two guys to commit. And uh, I mean, he had all that space and uh, I thought he was going to do like 10 different things, honestly. And he ended up just holding on to it. So I just tried to get in a spot uh, to where he could give it to me. And obviously he made a beautiful pass and uh, I had to hold him to shoot up. Yep. Yeah, pretty pretty special. Obviously, uh, you know he's been uh, able to do that a couple of times now, and um, you know it's pretty cool. I thoroughly enjoyed that for Matthews. The guy's asking him, "Do you know why Hayes got so upset after your goal?" No. Uh, do you? Do you I, know uh, why? I, know. I, I, I like love that. that. I really like that, and I know why. It's because Michael Bunting doesn't ever stop yapping, and the Flyers' entire bench uh, was was very happy that Hayes uh, went after him like that. Uh, Gord, another fun night tonight. Didn't start out that way. We were sitting here going, come on, do something, do something. And finally, a lot of something's happened. Six, three is the final, uh, your, your final uh, takeaways here before we say good night. Yeah. Well, just good habits, right? They found a way to win. I mean, it lacked the jam of the home games, obviously. And Philadelphia, not a very good team, but Leafs have been struggling against not very good teams. So good habits, real good habit tonight. And just real good habit is seeing Jack Campbell back in goal and hopefully healthy after all this mm. and all good. He looked very um, way more positives about him tonight. Yeah, I don't think we can hammer that home enough. Jack Campbell stopping 29 of the 32 shots he made uh, coming back tonight. And again, please be healthy going forward. I, if he is, I expect him to get the net uh, Monday night when they're back at it for the first half of a back-to-back. That's against the Lightning. As always, Gord, you and I will be back with a post-game pod after that one. Then the Leafs road trip continues Tuesday when they're still in Florida but playing a different team. That'll be the Panthers. We will have that game for you right here on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Maple Leafs radio network. To our guy, J.R. Manitat, our producer tonight, Danielle Furtado behind the glass, Jobo and Jim Ralph, great job as well, and Gord Stellick. Thank you to you, but most importantly out there, thank you for listening. It's been Leafs Nation postgame on Sports. Stand 590 The Fan and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.